0: Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Today we have Chennai Corporator and Vice President of Temple Worshipper Society, Srimati Uma Anandanji. And she is going to walk us through the illegal takeover of the Ayodhya Mandapam from by the Tamil Nadu HR and CE department. First, I want her to you know uh, walk us through why this is illegal. And 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 then it'll take it from there. You know, you start out with an illegal premise and how things lead from there. Let's welcome Umaji. Umaji Namaskaram and welcome to P. Gurus channel.
1: Namaskaram, it's a pleasure to be with you,
0: G. Thank you so much, Umaji. First of all, congratulations on being the only BJP corporator in Chennai Corporation. You've pulled it off. Hats off to you. I know how difficult it is, I've heard a lot of stuff. About what happened between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. on voting day, and you you have conquered all that and won convincingly. Congratulations to you. So today, madam, we are talking about Ayodhya Mandapam. Now you've been intimately involved this place with this area. Walk us through a little bit of the history of this place, and then why you think this process that TN HR and CE has uh, you know taken over this is illegal in your opinion. And then we can see how things go from there.
1: See, thank you so much for your greetings. And uh, so many people's prayers, like yours. So many of them, you know, who were not there for voting, but who were somewhere, who did not even know me. The prayers, all the prayers has been answered. I think the divine blessings and, uh, you know, nothing is more powerful than prayers has proved good in my case, in my election. This coming to this Ayodhya Mandavam, see, I would like to start in the early 1950s. The Kanji Pontiff, whom we normally call as Mahapariva, respectfully, he was camping in Vismah Malam area in those days, early 1950s, and at that time, he you know he just felt that uh, this place needs a satsang, and uh, When the devotees from that area came, he asked them to start a satsang in this area. He said, build something in the name of Ram in this area. And uh, uh, once uh, Mahapariva blesses a thing, it uh, grows larger and larger. That's what happened. See, people's contribution poured in. And uh, by 1954... The, uh, the building was over. Before that, he had come and stayed in a thatched hut in the same place. And over a period of time, as he had envisaged, this place attracted the local community. And uh, it became a congregation for all satsangs, discourses and all that. A lot of people made it a habit to come here every day in the evening and uh, sit and chant Vishnu Sarasar Namam, On Fridays, it became Lalita Sarsarnamam. And uh, all the festivals were being celebrated in a grand way. And uh, actually, now Ayodhya Mandavam is an iconic institution in Tinaga, especially in west mamla and this is a constituency where i stood and won it uh, has a lot of emotional bonding see with me who i i don't stay in this particular area but still i have a lot of bondage with this place you can imagine then people who have lived here for the last the third generation who are here so many of them are third generation living here they are able to recall the contributions made by their grandparents or aunts today one person showed me a message from his aunt she telling him her nephew I remember uh, Tata contributing for this uh, Ram Samajan and as I told you it grew and in due course they built a small towel tree a wedding hall which could cater to the middle class and the lower middle class of this community and they also start and another Thing, a very, very notable, noble endeavour has been the nyanavapi A place where people could come and do the last rites for their near and dear departed souls. And, uh, the, you know, it uh, renders so much of service in that area because now people live in flats. They do not have the place or the facility to conduct the last rites. And now almost in about 90% people come here to such places. Now we have another three or four more places like this, but this was one of the earliest uh, step taken in this direction and that Nyanabapi institution is has been recently Reconstructed in a modern to the seat to suit the modern needs of our people. And another good thing is the school here, which can you know it again the fees is very nominal and it imparts education mingled with our traditional Hindu values and ethos. So now you can imagine why the political vultures lay their eyes. On institutions such as this. Today, the value of all these institutions, I don't think I need to spell out. It is mind boggling.
0: Yes, indeed. this is
1: the yes, real estate value. And see, this attack on this institution was started in 2013 by the then CM Madam Jailalita. 2013, 30, uh, 14 January 6th. And that date is a very, very auspicious date for so many of us. See, you will also remember. The day Supreme Court gave its verdict on the Thillai sabanagar Temple. Yes. Oh, we all know the Hindu, lone Hindu crusader Dr. Supramaniam Swami. He literally took on the demons single-handed and that is a landmark judgment for us. And that particular judgment is once again very much necessary to quote here. In this present crisis, we are having the seizure of Ayodhya Mandabam by the Tamil Nadu HR and Department. All norms, all rules have been thrown to the winds. Not a single act is legal. I'm very very strong in that. Not a single step has any legal sanction that they undertook on the 11th of April just right after Rama Navami Day. The day previous to that on the 10th, April Ra- Sri Rama Navami Day around 9pm uh, uh, Ra- Sri Ram Samaj normally, you know, take a The Murthy's, Ramachandra Murthy along with his consort and uh, Lakshmana and Anjaniya, they come around four or five streets in that area. And that also was there. I was there to seek Sri Rama's blessings on that auspicious day. The very next morning, they landed there without any proper records or process or procedures. That's what, you know, it hurts you so badly when such people talk about, they come to the, the Honorable Minister says in the Secretariat, in the Assembly, financial misappropriation. I don't know what made him say that because then his own department that he heads, the CE, should be the first department to be cut to size. If financial misappropriation, Sides, I can quote 10,000 instances of misappropriation in that particular department. And even governments, even ruling governments, can't we take them to task on this particular issue? And mind you, there is no external audit for this department about which this particular minister, respectful minister talks about financial misappropriation complaints came and that is why we, took, we have every right to take this over. I have 10,000 complaints against the HRNC department. What is his answer? Not yes.
0: Quick quick question, Umaji. Um, yes. is the, which, who is the, what is the name of the minister? Because I have a story to tell if I think what you are saying is the right answer. Go ahead.
1: See, Mr. Shekar Babu is the HRNC minister.
0: Okay, he comes okay. to the
1: assembly and says, when questions were asked about this illegal, hostile takeover, he said, "I rece- we have received complaints of misappropriation of funds from the members. That is why we took that action. I can quote umpteen instances, why 10,000 instances of misappropriation of funds by the HR, Tamil Nadu hr and department of both movable and immovable assets. Now oh. we have just as recently as last week about the Peacock case in Kapali Temple.
0: Yes, and if you will indulge me, I just want to take our viewers back to 1967. Just take two minutes, Umaji, because yeah. I've written in ex- extensively about this. Viewers, 1967. There is a property called Vandiyur, which belongs yes. to the Madurai Meenakshi I- Sundareswarar Temple. Today, that property is what three thousand crores. You know what 5,
1: you're wrong no, I'm, sure. 5, I'm sure it's
0: gone up it will not go down it? it's, it's 5000 crores it's a lot of money i'll tell you what happened uh, this case so what happened was in uh, 19th century i think 1890s or something like that the, the land was given to two brothers to basically till the land and take the produce and use it to uh, give it to the temple and for the benefit of the temple and for that yes. Typically, there was a 20, 20% 20 that the, the tillers themselves kept called maniam, I think. So 20% you keep for yourself, the grains and things that you grow there, vegetables. 80% you are supposed to give it to the temple. Two brothers were there. One brother passed away suddenly. There was a drought and the second brother couldn't uh, you know make the ends meet. And in desperation, he sold off. This is under British rule. Sold off to a group of Chettyars. Now, the Chetias yes. are very smart. They took it from here, kept it for five or ten years. Then, Roman Catholic Mission came. They yes. sold it in turn to the Roman Catholic Mission. The problem here is the land never belonged to the two brothers in the first place. It was the property yes. of the temple. Okay? Yes. So, the temple trustees went to court and the, the case dragged on and on and on and on. You know, uh, in district court, the temple won. In, in High Court, the, the Roman Catholic mission won and then it was taken to Supreme Court and in a final bench, Supreme Court bench, headed by the then Chief Justice, Sri Hidayatullah a fantastic judgment came right. that this land, this everything belongs to the Meenakshi Sundareshwar Temple. I'm talking about 1960s. Okay. Yes. So What happens then? The, the the actual deeding where the thing has to be given back to the temple is in the, in the hands of a, a Tasildar. This Tasildar quotes a stupid argument and says that this land belongs to the Roman Catholic mission. Clearly he was on the tick. By the time the DMK government had come into power and guess who was one of the trustees of the madras uh, Minakshi Sundareshwar Temple, the current finance minister's mm-hmm. grandfather. Father. This guy will talk about his <laughs> father, his grandfather, his great grandfather. Everybody, his grandfather was chief minister for ten days or twenty days in Madras constituency. He'll keep talking. Oh, he was chief. Anyway, so this guy. I, I can't need to hear. Shut. Yeah, go ahead. Are you okay? Are you? Can you hear me now? I can't hear. No, I can hear you. Uh, you may want to re, uh, you may want to exit and come back in, um, viewers. Uh, uh, I think the power uh, uh, power savings kicked in in her phone, so she's going to come right back. But my point here is that this DMK government has no foot to stand on, saying there is financial improperty. Fix it in nineteen sixty-seven. What the Thesilgad did, what the DMK government did was contempt of court of a Supreme Court bench judgment. It doesn't get better than this. There is no higher court authority to argue. There is nothing that they can do. They have to give the land over to the Meenakshi Temple authorities. They haven't done that. Welcome back, Uma ji. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes.
0: Okay. So so uh, if you're on the phone, most likely you're having a Power turned on, or something like that. Power savings turned on, or something like that. Yeah.
1: My I, tablet, I couldn't connect. So I went ahead because it was time.
0: No yeah. worries, no worries. So, so I have just yeah. finished telling the story. There is a contempt of court problem that they need to solve. You know, that 5,000 crores worth property that the Roman Catholic yes. section is sitting on, and they need to give it up. There are some other shenanigans done as if they are going to pay rent to the government and so on and so forth. The basic premise is still holds true. I mentioned Basically. this yesterday. I yesterday. mentioned
1: this yesterday. Yeah. about this. There are cases like this, about 20 cases like this. What are Why are they not in a hurry for that? And even this uh, Queensland in Poonamali, which belongs to Kashi Vishwanathar and Venugopala Sami, Or the Arunachalapuram, which belongs to Tiruvanna Malay Temple. They are not the judgments which have gone 20 years ago, 10 years ago, they're not bothered to them. And this particular coming back to Ayodhya, uh, this yes. Ram Mandir, Ayodhya, I would like to speak. See, court did not in its judgment.
0: Unfortunately, we seem to have lost her again, but she will rejoin us. So we are walking you through the Ayodhya Mantapam um, land grab i thought that's all i can say because there are political people and umaji is going to mention the people involved who are trying to grab this thing and and you it will also give you a side insight into how you know uh, politics work at the ground level in tamil nadu because it's not as bad as this in other states unfortunately everybody learns from these guys and the same thing will propagate to the rest of india think of it as a trying to preempt Preemptive attempt to try and stop this at this point, so that this doesn't spread to the other states. So we're waiting for Umaji to reconnect, and she is just connecting again. Yeah. Yeah. Please go ahead, Umaji.
1: See the court judgment that came. As I told you, this started in 2030. And at that time, Mr. T. R. Ramesh and myself were there on the scene that day with Radharajan. Rajan. And we got a stay order on that particular day when the then Jayalalitha, when the then Chief Minister, Ms. Madam Jayalalitha's government started this initiative of the hostile takeover of this. See, this is not a temple. This is a satsang. And about just 20 years ago, somebody out of devotion kept an Anjaneya statue there. Uh, the deities, uh, this thing—that's all. No, it is not a regular temple built on the Agama principles. Neither are there any sampradaya pujas or anything like that done there. People just come out of sheer bhakti, nothing else. Sit there, chant hymns, and go. That's all. And I told you about the sister institutions connected with this Sri Ram Samaj. See that particular court order that they are talking about. In that court order. No mention that HR and CE can take this over. There is no mention of that at all. Point number one. Point number two, they only said whether it is a temple or not should be taken to an appropriate body. What is appropriate body for us? We do not we are not an organized system where we have the Madadi Badis. That is why we have that is why we are insisting Priya temples from the government control, hand it over to the appropriate body. That is our uh, uh, cry. Why have they not done that? The government cannot be an appropriate body for us to discuss these issues. See, one more thing is, government cannot appoint a fit person in this, an employee, a servant of the HRNC, I would say. And this I'm not saying. The Supreme Court has told and reiterated this in the Sabanayikar temple judgment also. And in this particular case, Ayodhya Mandapam, they come and appoint a fit person of the Bala Supramanjya Sami temple in Eldams Road, Tenambit. As luck could have it, Mr. T.R. Ramesh sent me one paper just that morning when I was rushing to Ayodhya Mandapam on 11th. In that particular thing through RTI, Mr. Ramesh had asked information on the appointment of evos, he had included this particular temple. And the HRNC came to court and said, there is no section under which we have appointed the evo. So the evo is as good as, I don't want to use a, a very harsh term. You can you can fill in the blanks yourself. And that, and that person was uh, 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 sent to Ayodhya Mandapam, and he has been put as a fit person. Can anything be more illegal than this? His position is a question mark. And in addition, he is brought here as a fit person. Uh, Can anything be more cruel to Hindus than this? Where is the respect for law? And these people are talking about law. Court order, they are telling. Can anything be more uh, uh, comical than this? I would say it is hurting us. Very badly, all these lies, deceit, there. See, there was no case made out or opportunity given to handing over this uh, place, also. The officer did not come with the necessary papers. No show cost notice has been issued to the trustees. I asked that lady, you know, she's an AC. She told me she's the AC, and I said, "Where are the papers? What have? How are you coming here as, to take over these institutions? Show me some relevant papers. Are there not procedures to be followed? You're supposed to issue a notice." And she said, "Who are you people to ask?" I said, "We are all de- devotees. We are all devotees of the, uh, this place. We have come here, and so many of our forefathers have contributed to this." Uh, building of this institution. She said, call the trustees. I said, no, you'll have to answer us first. You please show us. Then she said, you show me the papers. I said, why should I show you? You have come here to take over this institution and you are supposed to have the necessary papers to tell me to get out. Instead, you're asking me. They had no answers at all. Are they not relevant questions? Mind you, these are all procedures legally mentioned in the HRNC laws plus our own constitutional rights. See, a, one thing is, again, in the Shirur Mutt case, the Supreme Court reiterated that there cannot be a single trustee and he cannot be a government appointee. He cannot be, a as I said, it's a, it is a true sense of the word, servant of the HRNC cannot be a fit person. Are they, why are they keeping quiet on these uh, illegal things that they have done now? Another thing is breaking open the locks of the Ayodhya Mandapam. They have no right. You know, it is again as per the Supreme Court, this thing, the Tamil Nadu HRNC Act of 1959. The, the, the fit person would not have the qualification mandated under Section 25A of the hr Act of 20, 1959. And they are supposed to come with the relevant papers, give enough time for the trustees to respond. When the, place, when the place in question itself is being questioned as to whether it is a temple or not, how can they rush in to take this within a span of, and mind you, again, the judgment in this particular case, they took about 15 days or more to load it in the uh, net. How do we go on an appeal? That lady asked us, the AC who came asked us, we have given you enough time. Why have you not uh, gone on appeal? I said, Madam, please... Just see on which date the judgment was loaded. Do we go on appeal without the order copy in our hands? How do our legal counsel take it forward without knowing what has been mentioned in the order? And nowhere in the Torda I told her. I said, show me in one place in the Torda. I had the order copy in my hand. I said, show me in one place where it says HR and CE should take over this Ram Samaj. She had no answer to any of these questions. They only, their intention was very clear. In the morning they came, she and the fit person, supposed to be the Evo came around 10.30, 11. And we said, we will not allow you people to enter. And that is why they have said, we have hindered the public servant from performing the duty. What duty? Is it a legal duty that we're performing as per laws, as per rules and as per the procedures? They had no answer to any of these things. And around, two, you should see, the place was full of policemen. About 10 policemans from the morning. And every street had about 50 people. 50 policemen. I think at one particular point, the policemen outnumbered the public who were sitting there. It was just to threaten the
0: people from coming and joining the protest. Um, Umaji, uh, yes. so, so they, they went away at 10.30, regrouped at the end corner of the street. Walk us through that and then let us come to the present because I want to ask you some more questions about whose hand is in this, who is the one trying to grab this property and I'll we want to get to the really meaty part, but perhaps you can walk us through after 10.30 what happened.
1: See, they they went to one uh, famous store and they were sitting there. After around 11.30, they left there and they were sitting there. And I will tell you that uh, even that, I think, will come out. That video also. You have the... I told you, you know, that uh, fit person who was coming, who had come along. He was talking to somebody over the phone to somebody telling madam what we are doing is not correct we cannot break open the locks we will all be in trouble there is a lot of public anger and uh, hostility what we we are not supposed to break open the locks he was you know that video i think will come shortly that particular section and see what they did they were around uh, 2 o'clock they went to a marriage hall nearby. Those two officers, plus the Tasildar from Mambalam. We because we saw the van going, Tasildar it was put. That one, and about uh, police. They had all regrouped in a Chow Tree nearby. And they came, and uh, by uh, one of my friends who was with me, a resident of that place, told me, Uma, I think they are, we should all be prepared to go arrest. So mentally, we were all prepared. By about 2.30, they landed there again. And they give us a paper. When we asked for it, dated 11th April. The day was 11th April. And that particular time, I think when they were sitting in the chow tree, they must have typed out that letter. Uh, I sent you that letter. Have you seen it, Ji? Uh, I sent you Yes, that I have
0: seen it. It is in Tamil. The interesting thing, viewers, you have to understand something. Even the person who can't read and write in India knows how a government document looks like. It will have the seal of the government and the header letterhead has to be on the government letterhead. It has to have appropriate seal and you will see three or four signatures because it always the clerk will draft it. Then the section officer will sign it. And then on top of that, a gazetted officer will sign it none of that is there it is just a handwritten piece of paper and then they just come and posted it on the ayodhya mantapam so umaji this is also going to be probably argued when this is taken up at a higher court i'm reasonably sure how this is going to head but please talk us through what happened after that you've all been have you been charged under any sections because we yes, were expecting under four sections i heard i heard it from you <laughs> i heard
1: it in your show
0: Yes, yes. So we, I, we got a scoop that that's what you're being charged. But have you been served those things? Have no, you been I have those? not been, served. I, yes,
1: have not so been we, served. I
0: have not been
1: served. So, I have not been served.
0: So that's good. But, but at I under
1: two sections. But in Sun News, it came in the TV channel that is belongs to the ruling party. They mentioned this. They mentioned my name and the secretary, Mr. Karun Agarajan's name, BJP secretary. And they're saying including these two about 48 or 51 people have been charged under these sections. They had mentioned that. A mouthpiece of the ruling party had yes. mentioned this. See, at 2.30, to 45 they all came along with the full police force. They said, we should all and we argued. Then uh, what they did, they started pushing us all around there. And uh, they said, please move. We had kept a picture of Lord Rama at the entrance. And the... The uh, gates were all locked there, but what happened was the police first took hold of uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Nagarajan. Karin Nagarajan, the general secretary of the BJP state, they literally manhandled him, lifted him, and threw him into the bus. This was the this was the treatment meted out to many of us. They did not spare the woman. Not the senior citizens. There are a few of them have got bruises, and in the melee, my spectacles also got broke. I have kept it. I have to get it done. The spare one I am using, which my vision is not clear. Also in this, there they about they literally dragged us. They dragged us inside the bus. An old man, I you know he, he has a lot of bruises in his hand. For about three or four people, you know, we were all taken in a bus to a chow tree. Like this, the first batch, second batch, third batch, fourth batch, like that. People were, you know, somebody who was walking near the, any public who was walking near the mandap. Ram Samaj was pulled by his hand and twisted and taken into custody, <laughs> taken into the bus. They only, and uh, I think some of the street vendors have been spared, I think.
0: There. Other than that, (laughs) any public I'll tell you, the police knows them because they're taking (laughs) weekly (laughs) bakshis from them. So they knew them.
1: (laughs) So literally, see, uh, there was a DMK MLA, ex-MLA, who is now with the ruling party. uh, An Anna DMK MLA, ex-MLA, who is now in DMK. Of this particular area, it was he who started this particular issue when he was a local MLA. When Madam Chailalita was the Chief Minister, he belonged to her party then. But today he is in the ruling B.M.K. party. And uh, you know the powers to be. I don't think we need to, uh, you know, elaborate on the actions of the Dravidian parties. This is what we have been experiencing over uh, 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 from 1967 onwards. This is what has been happening there. So, uh, you know, literally uh, and uh, they may sport uh, holy ash and all, but their main aim is to make as much money as possible. It is not through legal means. It is not through right means this is what happens and uh, i may laugh here but inside you know whatever has happened on that particular day it's a very very sad day for so many of us because we were talking about law points even here i'm talking about law points but it just doesn't uh it is not taken into account at all. If you are in power, you can do anything and everything. Law is not a stumbling block at all. If you want something, you can go ahead and do. This is the lesson that we've all been taught over a period of time. It's very sad that our places of worship should be grabbed by us places of worship or even satsangs and our uh, a place where we hold our religious festivals even they are not spared that's a very very sad part and we, we as i told you i can quote about another umpteen you know legal points to talk about this see to example i can say section 24 and 101 give detailed procedure of handing over if the handing over is resisted, This gives a detailed procedure and AC nor police without the magistrate's order should not have come in. See, all these are there in the law, but why has this been flouted so obviously? See, another thing I'll tell. In the Sabanayaka judgment, this was reiterated. The Supreme Court said you cannot simply come and take over a place. You have to tell what is the evil inside, if there is an evil, and rectify the evil within a stipulated time and get out. That is what they said and reiterated. Here, no mention has been made. If the minister says there is a financial irregularities, why is he not spelling it out? What have they found out? The case has been filed in 2013. Now it is 2021. And why is it not mentioned in the judgment? Why is the financial irregularity not mentioned? Why a criminal this thing is not initiated then? Why is the order copy silent on these issues? Are they not legitimate questions that we need to ask? But you have, it's a very sad thing, that uh, you have the, when this question was raised in the assembly, the chief minister talks about, uh, he tells uh, BJP MLA, Mrs. Vanity Sunivasan, please uh, imagine there are greater issues for you to discuss. The plight of the poor, the price rise of petrol and diesel. Please concentrate on that. I would like to ask the chief minister. He is so concerned about the poor. I would like to ask him why is he not closing the erect shops, the liquor shops, because that is the that is the one which is causing so much of pain to the poor. If he is so concerned about the poor of the state, he would seriously consider. Closing that AREC uh, uh, shops all over the state? Or is it sh- uh, sheer crocodile tears that he's shedding them for the poor? And he talks about the G- uh, petrol, diesel price hike. Why is he not bringing them under GST then? Why is he refusing to consider that? Almost 20 to 25 rupees would have come down then per liter. And uh, GST amount, the uh, finance minister has clearly stated there is no amount pending. So is rhetoric just enough?
0: Well, um, Umaji, you've asked a lot of pertinent and valid questions. But see, my, my biggest fear is the law is very clear on many things. But the implementation is subjective yes. and selective. They now, exist uh, on paper. Yes, yes. Uh, Umaji, if you'll indulge me for a second, I just want to explain to our viewers the location of West Mambalam and the area and the strategic importance of this place. Uh, Madam talked about a Kalyana Mantapam. You have to understand that about 50, 60 years now, forward communities are essentially being discriminated against, especially in Tamil Nadu, because they don't have enough numbers to be counted as a vote bank. So what happens if somebody is not getting enough opportunities to do what they want to do, they are stuck in the same income gap and many are middle class to lower middle class. They've been living in this area for three, four generations and Nagar is a very strategically located place. You can quickly go and walk. You can walk and get vegetables. You can get essential supplies. I mean, this is the heart of Chamurnal. I mean, heart of Chennai in terms of getting what you want at affordable prices. There's a famous street called Ranganathan Street. There's nothing you cannot get there. So yes. people can easily manage their weddings in a very modest budget. So the idea here is, that, like um, Umaji says, the local uh, uh, MLA wants to steal this because he sees everybody else is stealing. And I have paid so much money to get the ticket. Let me get some money also. So everything is staged. Everything is staged. For them, everything is a money-making opportunity. If you go and touch a Muslim property or a church, a Christian property, those guys will en masse vote and vote you out. So they're scared. But the, the forward community, which is smaller and smaller in number, they think that they can ride roughshod. I mean, to me, this is active discrimination against the forward communities. I don't know when somebody is going to take Suomoto cognizance of this and make sure that India is a place where everybody can live. After all, if you're talking about being born as the the criteria for giving reservations, make sure that those who are not having those benefits also find a way to live and survive. It's getting to a point where it is just impossible to sustain this. So, so Umaji. now... Yes. Uh, so,
1: now is the hrnc inside? sri ji you told about uh, the Ranganathan Street and all that. See, yes. this particular area, Vismambalam, it connects the KK Nagar, Ashok Nagar area and it lies in between that. And this side you have Kodambakam. It is a very strategic location and it is a very vibrant community. As I told you, you have a few uh, you know concerts which are being and you have a lot of musicians who live in this area and as you told you know uh, you don't need to cook at home you just get down from your house there is a lot of filter coffee outlets you brush your teeth get down from your house have a good filter coffee go back come out by about eight o'clock you have good street outlets serving you the morning breakfast, you know, to the, uh, 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 which is not an affluent community here. You have everything at the doorstep. And as you told, that some of the communities which have been literally trampled upon, trying to make a living by some means or the other to survive and to see that their children come up amidst such a lot of hostile, the hostile attitudes and strictures and rules and reservations, everything. It's a very, very you know, vibrant community, this particular area. And the main anger could be the governor coming here and speaking about Ram Rajya, the inauguration of the anniversary and the starting of the Ram, Sri Ram, Ram Naomi celebrations, which is held over a period of 10 days. He came and inaugurated that and he spoke about Ram Rajya. And another thing is, this particular ward has given BJP, myself, the candidate, the first lone BJP counselor in the 200 <coughs> member corporation. That could be another reason for this hostile
0: attitude. <coughs> um, uh, ji, just take a sip of water. Um, viewers. Yours- I don't know if we'll have time to uh, take questions today because we are about to wrap up but if you have any questions uh, we can take one or two questions uh, because I still need to ask Umaji about the way forward. What is going to happen? Is now HRNC inside the premises or have yes. they sealed the place? Go ahead madam.
1: No, no. They are inside. The hr is inside. I showed you some videos where Earlier, they were breaking open the lock of the Anjaneer Sanadi, yes. which is a criminal offence. And we're not going to keep quiet about it. I would definitely... There is a long legal battle for in the future. And there are the it is open. But you just have a skeletal population inside. The public, the local... See, at a given time, in the evening, by about 3.34 the place is full with at least 500 to 600 people inside. Morning, it is open by about 7 in the morning and you will have a minimum of about 200 to 300 people there. But now, it is just sure nobody is there, but you have the police outside. You have a good number of police sitting outside and you have the media outside. Just about 10 people or 5 people are inside. Is this what they want? They want to kill this lively institution. It's a very sad part.
0: Umaji, it's not at all a surprise. First of all, these are atheists. They have no business dealing with temples and churches and mosques. They need to keep that their butt out of there. But they they managed to do it because they have sensed that this is an easy money-making opportunity. Like I said, 1967 court case still hangs loose. I hope the Supreme Court takes so much of cognizance of what I'm saying here today. By the way, we will give you the description. This article that I had written with the help of Sri T R Ramesh about the Vandiyur incident. It came two, three years ago. I mean, P Gurus have taken up so many issues and given all the things are, in my opinion, the banana has been peeled and given to the government. They won't Yes, you see, uh, for
1: that Poonamali temple, Kasi Vishwanathar thing, the queen's land, a uh, Congress, MLA, he is holding to that place. The theme park is in Kasi Vishwanathar's land. And uh, you have the HRNC minister who's telling, when I spoke about this, uh, I don't have, uh, We don't. we do not have the papers If uh, she has the paper, she can give it. The minister does not have the paper. The department does not have the paper. But I have the papers. I am normal. At least now, just two months, a month ago, I have become a counsellor. Before that, I have not, I was a nobody. When we people, when we ordinary people can get hold of papers, we have the minister telling we do not have the necessary papers. Can anything be more ridiculous than this?
0: I, I think the, the main problem here is that this DMK government is only intent on making money and, and they are going after very systematically, clinically, looking at their vote banks. They want to shore up their vote bank, give them extra uh, leeway, whereas everybody who they think will not vote for them gets a stepmotherly treatment. And this is now very, very obvious and they don't seem to care the point i think that needs to be understood by everyone especially the middle class they think that oh my god i have to go stand in a line cast my vote come back and and even if i do all that stuff you know it's not going to make a difference so i might as well just stay home no you have a responsibility you have a duty see if you this is because of not acting early enough is that these become they have become so brazen and, and, no, and this is something I
1: wouldn't agree with you, G, in this because this particular area, you know, uh, they did come and vote and they do it for the civic elections, perhaps. But because this time, there was the people were desperate because they have suffered so much in the, uh, during the rains and they felt that the both the Dravidian parties were not responsive at all. So people do react, and in this particular area, The DMK has never fared well in this particular area. Uh,
0: Umaji, I I was generally mentioning it as a general thing. It would have not been possible if they have not come out in numbers to vote for you. I I salute the people of West Mambalam constituency. I was just generally saying, this is a general malaise that has afflicted us over many, many years. No, you are absolutely right uh, on this particular case, Umaji. The journey has just begun for you. You are one person. and, And we have talked about what can be done to improve the lot of you know, flooding that happens because the, these used to be built on lake. There are many of built on lakes and when rains come in plenty, yes. and the, the lake, lake start, you know, sprouting uh, water again and, and the basement gets flooded. That's the other challenge they have. So, um, in, in moving See, forward... i
1: would to end with the Ayodhya Mandavada, Ram Samaj. Yesterday when the case came up, uh, I told you about the, the institution Yana Vapi, which where we do the last rites. That yes. and the school are with the trust while the Ayodhya Mandabam and the adjoining wedding hall, they are under the uh, HRNCE now. The case comes up again on 21st. I would request all of you to pray that Lord Ram, you know, shows his mercy on us and gives us this Ram Sama Ayodhya Mandabam back to us. Well, my
0: common um, prayer is that we, we are all with you omaji and uh, let's hope for the best and uh, viewers we regret that we are not able to take any questions uh, do we have any questions? I didn't see any questions. Let's just wait for a second. let's see if there's any questions. yes, uh, yes. Sanjeevi Nagasal, Nagasai, Narsiman wants to know madam can you enlighten who foisted the case first and when 2013, see. right?
1: Yes, it was foisted by one Mr. Ramani, who was also one of the trustees at one point of time, and he was the one who went and complained that misappropriation is taking place, and that man is still there, is still there alive. And uh, I don't know how many of them would have cursed him on that particular day when you when I don't know how many of you saw the video where you, had, you saw hordes of old women crying when a young boy was hesitating to break open the Anjaneya Sanhidhanam's lock. They were cursing. They were telling, Nasama Kovaya, that means go to hell. You will rot in hell. These were the curses heaped on that innocent boy who was being forced to do the job that he did not want to do. So this was uh, by a gentleman called Ramani who started this. And uh, whatever should have been talked on settled within the four walls. And this is the bane with us Hindus. We have enemies within ourselves. We don't need enemies from outside for our downfall. He went and complained on this. And this particular, again, and a mistake is, this should have gone to city civil court. It should not have gone to the other thing at all, because he only spoke about the trust and the misappropriation of funds. There. So, every at every stage, uh, the uh, legal uh, process was never followed.
0: Next question from Asha Agarwal. Are you planning to meet the governor to apprise him of the case?
1: Yes, we are thinking of this.
0: Uh, I think that's about it for today. Thank you very much, Umaji. It's been a long day for you. And, and I trust me, the days are only going to get longer. But Mahaparevya is with us. He gives us the energy and the strength and the conviction of our beliefs to take up this fight. It is for the right cause. And like yes. you said, the Hindus are disunited. We need to introspect this. We need to reach beyond whatever we think are the bounds of our religion. And uh, we Anand. have to... We, we we have to really really do it because Lord Ram Lord Lord Ram I'm sorry for my accent uh, needs us and and this is most black and white I've been telling you this is going to happen in every temple everywhere every village every constituency because once they get a template working these guys are very good at replicating it they are very good at replicating it so let's let's. Let's do the fight. This is a good fight to fight for. And this is, this is our fight. This is not one person's fight. This is not Umaji's fight. This is not Ayodhya Mandapam. This is not Beshambalam. This is the fight of all Sanatanis all over the world. Thanks for watching. Please do like, share and subscribe to our channel. And uh, you are getting a lot of uh, best wishes, uh, Umaji. And you, you, you can see that people are really, really, really uh, mm-hmm. with you. Um, uh, unfortunately, we just uh, lost audio link with her again. We have a little bit of uh, audio challenge. Um, thanks for watching again and namaskar.